You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Well, hey, thank you, Carol, and hello, everyone. I'm so glad you've joined us today for episode 140, Two Relational Benefits to a Thank You Note. I first mentioned this a year ago in episode 87, Make It a Relational New Year's Resolution. It was about resolving to do something kind, caring, or thoughtful for people during the course of the year to the extent you would receive a thank you note for what you did. I'll have a link to this episode at the bottom of the show notes. I was ready to move on today with another relational resolution for this year to talk to you about. But before doing that, I thought we should look back at the results of last year's relational resolution. Before the future, consider the past and present, was my thinking. I was surprised by what I learned when I did this for myself. I'll share what I discovered because it can help you in considering a way to add depth to your relationships here in the new year. By way of review, to receive a written thank you note, you had to do something pretty meaningful for someone to make the effort to show their appreciation in this way. For our purposes last year, it had to be in writing. Electronic communication didn't count, nor did verbal expressions of gratitude. In the age we live in, where electronic communication is the norm, for someone to use older technology, like writing a note, a handwritten note, requires a lot more of that person. For me, after I received a thank you note or card last year, I read and dated them and then placed them in a folder. Well, here are some observations about the thank you notes I received last year. From a scrap of paper to linen parchment, no two cards were the same. I've gotten identical birthday cards and Christmas cards in the past. I'm sure you have too. But last year, there were no duplicate thank you notes. They were all different. I received five thank you notes that mentioned appreciation for this podcast. Now, I doubt if any of you have a podcast, but I'm sure a lot of you are doing things you enjoy, like I do with this podcast, that benefit other people. It's just not going to be a podcast for most of us. Several couples and one single person that Janet and I invited for dinner at our house sent us written thank you notes. Then there were thank you notes for birthdays and high school graduation gifts, They were the the next most common. Then we had two missionary couples who stayed with us for a week to ten days each, and they thanked us in writing. A friend of ours was sick with COVID for a time, so Janet picked up groceries for her family, and I delivered them. We received thank you notes from three teenage boys, all for high school graduation gifts. And you know, they were the most tender expressions of gratitude. As I read them, I thought, you know, their parents really raised them well. 
another thank you note from a person who's actually a donor to our Caring for Others ministry. He wrote at least three thank you notes over the course of last year. Here he was sending donations to us for our ministry and at the same time thanking us for what we're doing in quite specific terms about what he was grateful for in the activities that we engaged in. I thought you might be interested in a sampling of some of the thank you notes that uh, Janet and I received. I must say, though, I feel a little uncomfortable reading them because they do paint Janet and me in a good light, which is what you would think would happen in a thank you note. A more well-rounded picture of who we are would come from all the complaints people have about us, but we'll save that for another time. My only purpose in sharing these samples of thank you notes we received is to give you ideas of what you can do to impact the lives of people in your sphere of influence, to make a positive difference to the point where they will go to the trouble of thanking you in writing. A secondary purpose is to give you ideas of how to thank people as you listen to how people thanked Janet and me last year for one thing or another. Here's the first one. Just a quick note to say thanks for your friendship over the years. Knowing you guys and being able to lean on you, and lean is in all capital letters, lean on you at times, give us confidence in His grace, God's grace. Mostly, I just wanted to make sure we got something in your 2021 pile of thank you notes. Well, this came from a couple that we've known for many years, and they were just interjecting some humor at the end. They wanted to make sure that we got at least one thank you note. And so I appreciate them sending that. And it's true that that they have leaned on us, and we've leaned on them at, at times too. So that's the first one. Here's the second. Okay. So this is Clergy Appreciation Month. It must have been of October. Yeah, it was October. Okay, so this is Clergy Appreciation Month. Although I consider you a friend, you're also my clergy phone friend, and I appreciate your biblical teaching and related challenges. Aura at work. And she put an exclamation point after that. And I hope you remember what Aura stands for. It's uh, an acronym for Observe reflect, and act. O-R-A. Observe, reflect, and act. I'm glad she remembered that. And she was talking in reference to podcast episode, actually several, where we talk about this principle, and we'll be talking more about it in this uh, coming year, the Aura Principle of Deepening Our Relationships. Here's another one. You have earned a thank you note. Thank you for teaching your listeners, about how to care for others. It is so encouraging to listen to you each week. I especially like the one take-home point for the week. I look forward to actionable items to care for others. One thing I noticed about this was how specific this um, podcast listener wrote. She referenced the one take-home point for the week and also the actionable items. That's one thing I learned from this exercise is the more specific we can be in what we're thanking someone for, the more impact it has. Here's another one. This note read, 
We are so grateful for how you are reaching people around the world with your podcast and are happy to help it grow. This is actually from a donor. We are also so grateful that you have been willing to connect with our son. And our son is an 18-year-old high school senior. We're grateful that you're connecting with our son during this challenging time of a teenage boy's life. He comes home smiling after being with you and seems more content. Thank you. Uh, this this really made me smile because I enjoy meeting with this 18-year-old young man. And we've had great conversations. And it also reminded me of the principle that one way we can care for people with children is to care for their children, not necessarily for the parents, but for the children. This donor, her and her husband, had uh, asked me to do this, and I was more than, more than happy to do it. And we're still meeting on, on a regular basis. One of the really special things about this was on the back of the envelope after it had been sealed, uh, this person wrote, I forgot to tell you, this note is from my grandma's collection. She always wrote thank you notes. And I just really appreciated that. Here, her grandmother had died, I'm sure, many years ago, and she still is using her grandmother's thank you notes. But the supply is dwindling, and it was diminished by one in the thank you note that she sent me. So I can I consider that very, very special. Well, here's a thank you note from a business person that wrote to me as her customer. I'm a customer, and she's thanking me. It came from the designer of our new website that we launched last September. Here's what she wrote. Her name is Laura, by the way. John, thank you for trusting me to redo your website. It was such a fun project. I love being able to support others doing important work for Christ. Thank you for your loyalty over the years, and I'm so glad you stumbled upon my training video a few years ago. Yeah, that's how I found her. I found her online in a training video that she did, and I was impressed with that and checked into other websites that she had designed and found out that she and her husband were former missionaries, and so she had a real heart for what we do. And I'm so glad to see that she realizes what we're doing really is important work for Christ. So that just that just really touched me. And it's a great lesson for business people, too, to thank your customers. And I feel more like a more than a customer with her. She really does appreciate the work we do. Well, another one uh, comes from from this person who wrote, "Thanks so much for making my birthday special. The cake was delicious, and I was touched by your thoughtfulness. I love my tomato knife and can't wait to try it. Thanks again. Yeah, this tomato knife thing. Uh, she and Janet were shopping at a some kind of kitchen store, and Janet noticed that she was eyeing up this tomato knife. So when she wasn't looking, Janet went and bought it, and then we gave it to her for uh, her birthday. And I could tell it was just very meaningful, not so much the the knife. I mean, it was, wasn't very expensive at all, but just the fact that Janet noticed that she observed that it was of interest to her. Hmm. Here's another one. Dear John and Janet, thanks so much for including us in your family lunch last week. You are so kind and generous. Blessings to you, too. Well, this is a couple from our church, and it happened one Sunday. We invited um, my son and his family over for, for lunch, and it was just ham and rolls and potato chips. It was nothing nothing really special. And we asked this couple if they'd, they would like to join us because 
oh, well, we just like them and we're wanting to get to know them. And that the word include uh, really jumped out at me. Thanks so much for including us in your family. This couple, uh, they don't have any children. And I think all of us want to be included. All of us want to be wanted. And here was just a simple, just a really simple thing to do. Ask this couple over for lunch because we enjoy their company. And I think they enjoyed being with us. And the fact that she wrote a thank you note for her and her husband speaks to that. It's such a simple thing to do. Have people over to your house for a really simple meal, even just popcorn or dessert. Hmm. The next one comes from um, some friends that we've known for a long time. And they write, Thanks for the beautiful card and generous gift of money. We really appreciate it. We will use it for gas to ride down there. Thanking God for both of you. What they were referring to with the gas is they have a family situation that's rather difficult. Uh, they have a granddaughter whose parents, they're one of their children, I forgot if it's a son or daughter, is just not doing well in life and suffering from several addictions and has gotten in a lot of trouble. And the child is the one that's suffering, their grandchild. Things had gotten so bad that our friends felt they really needed to make that long trip down south to rescue their granddaughter out of those terrible living conditions. Their plan was to bring her home with them to live until the girl's parents could get their life straightened out. And the guy, the man, our our friend, is out of work. He's been out of work for a while. They don't have much money. And so Janet actually sent them some small amount of cash that that she had. She has what she calls her blessing account. It's just money that that she saves you know, just a little bit each month and segregates it in, in an account that when God prompts her to use it to bless someone, she'll do that. And when she found out about this couple and, and having to drive from the Midwest where we live all the way down south, they couldn't afford to fly, so they were driving. And we knew that would be expensive. Uh, it would cost money that they didn't have. And so Janet shared some of it with her. I think that was a great thing for Janet to do. And it just reminded me that there are people out there that are really struggling, that are going through really difficult times. And sometimes the way that we can really bless people is by sharing some of our financial resources with them. We don't have to do that all the time. And you may not have any financial resources to bless someone. But if you do, use it. Ask God to show you if you should and with whom. Yeah. Well, then the last one I'll read to you is from one of the three teenage boys. <laughs> he uh, he sent us uh, a thank you note for a graduation gift, and it was actually from our grandson. So bear with me. I think it illustrates something. He writes, Dear Grandma and Grandpa, thanks so much for coming down to my graduation and for your generous gift. By coming down, we're living in Wisconsin, and uh, he lives in South Carolina, so we took the journey down to South Carolina to go to his graduation. He goes on, I really appreciate all the ways you've supported me and spent time with me throughout my life. Like all the times I've stayed at your house, and the trips to the library with Grandpa, and the cookies Grandma and I have baked together. Thank you for always being there for me. 
maybe sometime you can come visit me at the University of South Carolina. That's where he was going to school. He had enrolled and was accepted. This was in June when he wrote this thank you note. Maybe sometime you can come and visit me and we can get some cheese curds. He loves cheese curds. And get into an argument about who I should vote for. <laughs> that happened all the time. It was mostly with Janet. Janet and uh, her grandson, Nathan, they would just argue about who to vote for. And, and he closed it with that, that funny comment. And he said, I hope your trip went back well. See you on Zoom. Love, Nathan. Yeah, we Zoom with him once a week uh, just to get caught up and stay connected with him. Well, anyway... You know how can you, how can you use all this that you've heard today to add more depth to your relationships in your life? Well, you can start by remembering that a written thank you note is simply a marker of the positive impact you've had in someone's life. That's the point of this relational resolution. It's not the thank you note itself. Writing a thank you note gets our eyes off ourselves to focus on a blessing we received from someone else. One important thing to remember is not to expect people to thank you for the good you do for them. Often they won't. But you do good things for people anyway because it's the right thing to do. It's not about you. It's about them. Doing good for others is living out Romans 12 and reflecting the character of God. With Jesus living in us, we are equipped and empowered to be the person God created us to be. We truly were made for this. We are made in his image, and Jesus was often doing good things for people with no expectation that he would be thanked for it. In fact, I'll have to look this up later, but I don't recall any stories in the Bible where people thanked Jesus for blessing them. Now, if any of you can think of examples, please let me know. Now, if writing a handwritten thank you note is a challenge for you, ask God for help. Ask Him for help in remembering the blessings you received and who were the people God used to bless you. Ask Him for help in what to say and how to say it. When we ask God for help like this, it it really won't be hard. Another thing, if you have young children, and where appropriate, post the thank you notes that you get on your refrigerator or wherever your children can see them. Share them with your kids. And then when you write one, and before you mail it, tell your kids what you are doing and why you are doing it. Then read it to them. Have them put the note in the envelope and seal it. Have them put a stamp on it. Teach them by example. Well, here's uh, the main point that I hope you remember from today's episode. A thank you note benefits both the writer and the recipient. It reminds the writer of blessings received and motivates the recipient to continue reflecting the character of God by blessing others. These are two great benefits of a handwritten thank you note. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode and about any thank you notes that you received. 
In closing, I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act by doing good for people to the extent they thank you in writing for it. Ephesians 2.10 tells us that we were really made for this. It reads as follows, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Yeah, I really like that. Well, that's all for today. I look forward to connecting with you again next week when I will suggest another relational resolution for this current year. I can't wait to share it with you. But goodbye for now.